does labeling your children hurt them? What is labeling a child? Is it only negative labels that affect a child or can positive labels hurt them too? Maybe you were labeled as a child and you know how that has hurt you and has stayed with you into adulthood. If you don't want that to be repeated in your child's life, you'll want to tune into this episode. I'm talking about the dangers of labeling children. And we'll hear Bailey's story about how she and three others in her grade four class were told to stand up in front of the class so that everyone could call them outcasts. You're listening to the Renewed Mama podcast. I'm Kimberly Mutar, and I help mamas like you stay renewed. As your host, my mission is simple. I help you renew your thoughts on repeat while you wash dishes or scrub toilets. I help you renew the words you say to yourself and to your children when it's the best day ever and when it spirals into chaos, temper tantrums, and sibling fights. I'm your coach helping you to renew how you respond so that you keep showing up as the mama you want to be. If you want to stop labeling your children and speak life, belief, and promises over them that stay with them into adulthood and give them a strong belief in who they are so that if and when someone else labels them, they don't cave, then you are in the right place. Keep scrubbing those toilets or folding laundry and stay renewed with me. Let's go. Did you know that the Renewed Mama podcast is on YouTube and Rumble? Do you sometimes want to talk to a friend while you wash dishes or chop veggies? If you'd like to laugh along with me as if we were sitting across from each other, then I invite you to push play and watch the podcast on YouTube or Rumble. Now, what is labeling a child? Labeling is calling or giving your child or student a descriptive adjective (laughs) as if that trait was who they are. Some examples are ADHD, dyslexic, lazy, disorganized, disruptor, high energy, bully, too much, too loud, stubborn, mean, grumpy, rude, sassy, bossy, selfish, liar, you get the idea. Your children and your students are not these labels. I want to share with you Bailey's story about how she was labeled as a child. I know it's not an easy story to tell, so I'm grateful for Bailey sharing with us. My first memory ever was in kindergarten and wasn't a good memory, but uh, my kindergarten teacher actually was extremely abusive. My first memory is of her hitting me in the face. I, you know, would come home with bruises and 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 whatnot and eventually my mom pulled me from school from that early on I guess I never really felt great about myself fast forward to just one year later um, in grade one I had the official diagnosis of ADHD Um, actually at the time they just called it ADD but I had that diagnosis now at the time I mean, it was early 90s, and nobody really knew what it was. I honestly, like, looking back, 
the way that I was treated and the way that everybody handled it, it was like, I call it the bad kid diagnosis, because that's just what everybody thought about you. Like nobody had a more had an understanding of what it was. It was just like, here's this kid with this diagnosis, and she is uncontrollable. Like, you can't get her to do anything she doesn't want to do, you know? Wow, Bailey, I'm so sorry that you were treated like this at a young age by a classroom teachers whom you should have been able to trust. And sadly, you're not the only one who has been wounded by teachers. That breaks my heart. Throughout my schooling, it was just a really tough time for me. Even in church, I would actually say that both the church and school were the two places where it was kind of drilled into me that I wasn't good enough. I was too loud, too energetic, too wild, too strong-headed, too stupid at times. You know, like in grade four, I had this teacher I don't know if I'm going to paint the picture properly, but imagine all the kids facing the front of the classroom. Well, there was four of us. She had a bookshelf and we were behind it facing the opposite direction. And she had all the kids in the class call us the outcasts. And, you know, I was called stupid every day. And basically everything about who I was or who I thought I was or maybe just my actions or whatever, it was it was not good enough. It was just too much. You were every, I feel like, negative label to put on a child. And you could have slapped it on me and I probably would have believed it, you know? If hearing what Bailey just said isn't enough to help you see how negative labels hurt our children, every negative label that you could have put on a child could have slapped it on me and I would have believed it. Wow. Why do we do this to our kids? Why do we give negative labels to our children and students? Is it that we don't understand them? Why? Why won't they sit down, shut up, follow directions when we need them to? It's too much in the classroom or a church class to have a child always talking, getting up, or causing trouble. That's understandable. But who said to handle it, you can hit them or embarrass them in front of the class by calling them outcasts or giving them negative labels? Is it that our personalities clash? Is it that we don't have time for this outburst or this misbehavior? What do we do with this super energetic child that won't sit still? They're driving us crazy. Are we expecting children to behave like adults, to have enough cognitive reasoning to understand that now is not the time or the place to let loose or to not hold their tongue? Are we worried about what other people think of us and our parenting or our classroom management? What do negative labels achieve for us as parents and teachers? From Bailey's story, We know for sure that they hurt. She said from early on, she never really felt great about herself. And even in church, like, it's hard for me to sit still. It was hard for me to pay attention. And I just loved to be social. But oftentimes, my parents basically were told that they weren't hitting me hard enough. Parents didn't want me to hang out with certain kids 
with their kids, um, I was getting in trouble all the time. Those labels, that was my identity. I remember crying out to God and just saying, like, why did you make me this way? Like, I don't understand. Other than my parents and maybe a couple people, there were very, very few people that loved me for me. Children want to be loved and to belong for who they are, for being me, as Bailey said. I want to remind you that there is your child, who they are, designed by God, and then their behavior, which is a choice. Two pieces to a child. Their behavior is not their identity. Bailey's teachers and church people got that mixed up. They saw her behavior And when they didn't know how to handle it, they forgot her beautiful, God-given, made-in-his-image identity. They spoke negatively about her behavior, labeling it as too much. And Bailey, as any child would, took that to mean her identity as her being too much. When really what Bailey needed was a whole lot of love and a little guidance in how to take all of that energy and spirit and the things she wanted to say and the friends she wanted to have and guide that into behavior right for the moment. At a very young age, I, I learned how to read people really well. I, I kind of had to, to kind of protect myself. I could just tell when someone didn't like me really quickly. And even though, you know, as I did get older, that level of maturity kind of comes in. And I and I was able to grow up a bit, I guess, in some ways. But, you know, I still was always that, still am, <laughs> the girl that talks a lot or school did become easier. Like my best grades in school were grade 11 and 12. And I was like, oh, my word, like how is it possible that I'm getting these grades? Like I I was so impressed with myself, but basically from ages five to let's say uh, 15, just all that had happened in that time stayed with me. And then, you know, you make choices based out of those identities, right? If you don't believe that you're good, you're going to seek out things that aren't good. You don't think that you deserve good things. Right out of high school, I got together with this guy and I was in a very, very um, abusive relationship for two and a half years. And there were choices, lots of choices that I made that just proved to people that they were all right because I didn't actually believe that I was a good person or I don't know that I was worthy of anything good. Mm, Those negative labels can become self-fulfilling because as you heard Bailey say, what happened to her between the ages of 5 and 15 stayed with her and she made choices based on the wrong identity spoken over her. If you don't believe that you are good, you seek out things that aren't good. There is so much more that Bailey shared with me Please stay tuned as I will highlight them in the next few episodes of the Renewed Mama podcast. There is so much that we can learn from Barry's story and not repeat, Mama. I'm so grateful for Bailey sharing her story with us. But for this episode, I just want to focus on the impact negative labels have on our children and students. I'm wondering if you have a story like Bailey. Did a teacher or a parent's negative labels hurt you? 
If so, share in the comments. I want to hear from you. Mama, we are all about renewing how we think, speak, and respond. Negative labels must be kicked out of our thoughts, our words, and our responses. I want to ask Bailey how she wishes her teacher would have responded to her. And guess what? I will get to. We are going to have Bailey on the show. Here's what's in store for the next five episodes of the Renewed Mama podcast. On Thursday's episode, we'll talk about positive labels and whether or not they can help or hurt children. Could it be both? That will be episode 84. Bailey will tell us how life is miserable living by what others say about you instead of what God says about you. It's so true. I can't wait for you to hear what she shares about that. So we'll explore what it is that God says about you and your children. The best thing that you can do is to teach your children how to take off the negative labels spoken over them and how to put on truth-filled ones instead. To do that, they need to know the truth of what God says about them. That's episode 85. We'll also talk practically about what you and your children can do if they experience the same negative, shaming, mistreatment in the classroom as Bailey did. That will be episode 86. Bailey also asks, which you will hear, why is it so hard for people to be Jesus to me? Oh, we all hurt others. How can we make it right with others when we mess up and place negative labels on them? That will be episode 87. And then the bonus, the grand finale for this series about labeling our children is having Bailey on the show with us. That is one episode you won't want to miss. Bailey is such a fun, spicy homeschool mama. One more thing, mama, before we go. Where you once may have used a negative label over your children or students, I encourage you to use Speak Life badges, sticker award badges. I know that you want to celebrate, encourage, and motivate your children and students. I know that you want to help them break any lies that they are believing from negative labels put on them. Speak Life Badges is a tool that you can use to turn those negative labels into positive labels, to speak the opposite or the truth to your children and students. I know that Speak Life Badges is an actual label. It's a sticker award that your child or your student can wear on their shirt or put on their notebook or in their I Am Loved journal. But each sticker badge has a positive I am message that speaks to who they are as a person and who they can grow to become. Some badge phrases speak to their character, some speak to their actions or behavior. The scripts are a guide to help you to change your words and to speak in a way that stays patient, positive, and honors your child or student. You can get Speak Life Badges at speaklifebadges.com. Words have a powerful influence. It doesn't matter whether they are spoken, written in a text, emailed, memed, heard in a song, or seen on TV. Words can portray life, encouragement, hope, 
or lies, such as, you'll never be good enough, you'll never be successful, it's too hard, why even try? I just can't get it like all the smart kids in class. Speak Life Badges helps you change the messages that your children hear and believe. They need to hear your words of life. They need to hear your words that encourage them in who they are as a person and who they can grow to become. Speak Life Badges are sticker award badges with an I am message so that your child owns and believes the truth spoken over them. And while children like being recognized with awards, the lasting influence are the words you speak over your child as you award them with the badge. Sometimes we just don't know how to speak life. Sometimes in frustration we react and say the wrong thing. Speak Life Badges gives you scripts, the words for you to say to your child or student as you award each badge so that when your child is out on the playground or working through a hard math problem or standing in front of a mirror or comparing themselves to another classmate, when they are faced with truth or the lie about who they are as a person, now the lie won't have any strength or merit because they, through you, with the help of Speak Life badges, have been told that I am strong, I am smart, I can do the hard stuff. I work with excellence. I don't give up. I keep trying. I am teachable. Speak Life Badges is changing mindsets and breaking lies in the hearts of children. Children like Charlotte, who was so proud to wear her I Am a Great Reader badge because no one else had made her feel so happy about her reading before. Or Colton, who was willing to face the hard schoolwork and try again and again until he got it, because he believed the words that were written on his Speak Life badge. I am a champion. Now you can use your words intentionally to speak life over your children using Speak Life badges. Thank you for listening to the Renewed Mama podcast. If you learned something today about how negative labels are harmful for children, or if you have experienced the hurt of negative labels yourself, would you do two things for me? Share your story with us in the comments and share this episode with another mama you know. Together we are learning and renewing our thoughts, our words and our responses so that we can be the best mamas we can be. Would you take one minute right now to leave a review for the show on Apple Podcasts? This helps more mamas find the show and be renewed too. Thank you. I appreciate you. I care about you. I create this podcast for you. It is always a privilege and an honor. I'll see you next time. Austin the Hedgehog is bringing mailbox fun to your kids. Your children ages 3 to 13 can receive mailbox surprises like activity postcards, happy birthday cards, stickers, crafts, recipe cards, coloring pages, puzzles, special gifts like the I Am Loved journal, a tumbler, Austin's matching happy birthday toque, and so much more from Austin the Hedgehog. Straight to your mailbox with their own name on it each month. 
all teaching life lessons, such as helping, using time wisely, how to monitor their own screen time, how to choose the right friends. Being strong means more than just muscles, how to have self-control, and their words are like seeds that will grow into fruit in their life. It is oh so good from Austin the Hedgehog. Two subscription levels are available. Register your children today at austinskidsclub.com.